Hi, this is Shannon McCartney, the owner of Strategic Intervention Solutions and the creator of The Math Mites. Thanks so much for joining me for my blog today as we really take a deep dive of looking at our 10 new numeracy screeners that I'm so excited to share with you. Every year, it feels like the years are flying by and standing still really at the same time. Usually, it's the children that help us feel this odd sensation but I also can't believe it's been 10 years since I created my numeracy screeners. 10 years ago, I developed a set of numeracy screeners because I was thinking about why students weren't necessarily as successful as they could be in the early years of math. What were the gaps that I saw as students got older that maybe they didn't have a firm foundation on? One of those things that emerged was definitely numeracy development. Last week, a new teacher in one of our project schools asked me, Shannon, what is numeracy? Or what's the difference between numeracy and number sense? Really the way that I describe what numeracy is, it's really the phonemic awareness for math. In reading, a child with a, a strong phonemic awareness can hear sounds like in the word lip, l-ip. If I ask the child to change the last sound to a they would now have the word lit. They don't actually see the letters written down, but they can visualize them in their head and manipulate the sounds the words make. In math, a child can do the same thing with quantities if they have a strong foundation of numeracy. For example, if I had four on a 10 frame and asked the students to add three, maybe they could visualize one counter on the top row to make the five and then add two more on the bottom row to show that there's seven. No digits really involved in this situation, but students can actually visualize and manipulate the quality, the quantities. Strong numeracy is really a foundation for number sense. So if we move those same numbers to digits, let's say in a number bond with three and four on the spokes, and then we ask students to write the total, that would require number sense for students to work with numbers to get that final answer. If we had a hundreds chart and we asked students maybe to tell us what was 10 more than 45, we would hope that they could abstractly move down to 55 based on their knowledge and understanding of patterns on the chart or their number stents. If not, we could go back to using an abacus to show the quantity with four rows of 10 and then five rows. Adding 10 more beads would then show students to be able to read the quantity. Numeracy uses quantities and structures to help kids think about math conceptually. Where number sense is more connected with the math that we do or we traditionally think of it, with digits or algorithms that helps us really do and understand the math. The OG numeracy screener. Our first numeracy screener looked at numeracy concepts of conservation to five, meaning that we could look at an image and tell how many without counting one to one. We know we have five fingers, we aren't gonna grow anymore, and hopefully, I'm not going to lose any, so we know that there are always five fingers. But so often, students go back to recount those five fingers when they're adding five and three, instead of starting at the larger number and just counting on. Back in the day, before digital downloads were a thing, I remember sitting at my kitchen table physically burning this numeracy screener onto CDs with a multi-CD burning and printing Avery labels that never seemed to align quite right. 
Although it sounds archaic now, we actually handed these CDs out to teachers and passed them out at conferences so teachers could put them in their CD drive on their computer, open it, and download the file to print the screener. But it was a lot of work. If you didn't buy a pre-printed kit to get that got shipped to you in the mail, you had to print and cut out the five frame cards, print out the answer sheets for each of the classrooms. You had to call one kid at a time to sit in front of you to show the five frame cards and record the answer. This took forever. And I'm sure you remember, and I don't remember, really being able to look at the gaps in my class as just data because it wasn't useful on a piece of paper on each individual kid. Additionally, with single decks of five frames to flash, teachers weren't really able to get an accurate view of the student's knowledge. A student might be able to identify a five frame without counting, but they technically were marked correct but teachers weren't also checking to see if they could look at it in different modalities. No one wanted or had time to go through 15 cards where students saw the vertical five frames, horizontal five frames, oh yeah, and then some scatters and dominoes and dice patterns up to five. Then as the CD drive started disappearing, we decided to get fancy and actually put it on a jump drive that had our own SIS for Teachers logo on it. And we really thought we were hot stuff, <laughs> but you still had to physically plug something into your computer to get the screener. You still had to print and cut and physically record the data. Solving the screener problems access. Now, of course, we realize that the need for a digital screener framework to solve so many of our previous challenges. Many of our schools use Illuminate, Schoology, Otis, or some even use our favorite ESGI, which houses all of our digital screeners, which allows teachers to gather data on their students' numeracy levels. But what happens if you're in a school district that doesn't have any of these particular softwares? to do any of these really great things. We believe so strongly in screening for numeracy development that we've now made our screeners into Google Forms, accessible by any school, anywhere. It's as easy as a click of a button, entering your student's name, and then being able to look at the data to see where your students are struggling. Launching in October, this screener series will come with tutorial videos, a progression flowchart to guide you through using the 10 individual screeners, and don't forget about our Now What button, which will be loaded on the website. Depth of Understanding. Our previous screener, screener really looked at the basic surface level and it wasn't as effective as it could be. After some de deep thinking and extensive research with students in classrooms, studying the summer slide and the effects of COVID, we've created two different tracks of screeners. We've decided to look at the area in different in three areas really of conservation to be able to be absolutely sure that every student has these concepts instead of just memorizing the five frame and then moving on to 10. All three modalities, including the vertical five frame, horizontal five frame, and dice patterns are now screened so teachers can be sure that students are truly understanding. Once they have conservation to five, we can move to conservation to 10, 20, 40, and even 100 using the abacus. The other aspects 
is now in combinations and missing add-in. And we've added a track for this concept. We see a lot of students in first grade really be taught that pound and count on strategy. Unfortunately, they're still pounding and even counting on when they get in fifth grade. So we need to help think of it differently by using a part-part total cards to look at combinations and missing add-in within a five-frame structure and then eventually a 10-frame structure. We can use the part-part total cards to screen students for using and understanding both combinations and missing add-ins. For example, the card might show four and then two five frames, one displaying three and the other displaying one. For combinations, we would end up covering up the four with a question mark to see if students could quickly visualize three and one being four. For missing add-in, we can put the question mark over one of the parts the three, for example, and say something like, I wish I had four, but I only have this many pointing to the five frame with one. We're looking to see if the students can quickly determine the missing part to be three. Wouldn't it be amazing if kindergartners could leave their first year of school having Conservation Defy really well, but also having a firm understanding of combinations and missing parts? This is really the numeracy aspect of combinations and missing add-ins. But what if I replace the number bond card with these same quantities, only in digits? A spoke, um, a, a three in one spoke, and a one in the other. This would require some kids to use and apply the numeracy into number sense. However, what I'm seeing is that students look at the number bond and it's a really abstract idea. They aren't making the connection to the conceptual idea of the quantities or numeracy. In fact, students just think of three and then start counting on which means they really aren't thinking of a structure at all. Now the pound and count on strategy is a great strategy if you're coming, if you're counting on for maybe one up to three, but if we're counting more than three, we really should be using a structure of some sort to get students to understand conceptually what it looks like. To help students make a leap from this conceptual part to the abstract, we have some new part-part total cards that have five frames in number bonds. Preschoolers, kindergartens, and even some first grade students will definitely benefit from determining quantities and giving the total or the missing add-in. We are also, we're also added this as a layer in our screener. Kindergartners might start off looking at a five frame, but if they fail the screener, they'll go back to the kinesthetic level that they've, we've previously talked about before, being able to have one-to-one -one correspondence with your actual body and instead of the poly spots. You can see a video of girls going through that screener here. But if they have the understanding of conservation to five, we can push our kinders a little bit further by bringing it down the track to combinations and missing add-in, which we'll see, you'll see on our screener flowchart. We wanna make sure we're working with students through, through both tracks simultaneously with the conservation as well as combinations. Next up comes conservation to 10. My old screener used to look at scatters to 10 and 10 frames to 10. 
But the problem was that students were memorizing the 10 frame. If I showed you eight, five on the top and three at the bottom, they'd say, I know it's eight because I'm super smart and because I thunk it in my brain. So I would say that students had achieved conservation at 10 when in actuality, I think they just memorized the structure. As soon as I would show them a quantity in a linear modality on a counting buddy junior or the top row of the rec and rec, they'd see five beads of one color and three of another. However, kids just go back to one-to-one -one counting. Assessing scatters to 10 was also a challenge. Scatters from six to 10 are especially hard for students to look at them quickly and determine. However, the whole idea of a scatter is to look at it as a part-part total, which is a different skill from conservation. On our new Conservation to 10 screener, we've revamped it to go deeper, eliminating the scatter element, but definitely exploring other modalities, such as the 10 frame and the linear top row of the Rec and Rec or the Counting Buddy Junior. This screener can definitely tell us more than just whether or not the students has developed the idea of Conservation to 10. Once a student has mastered conservation to 10, we could continue going down the conservation track to conservation to 20, but we're also going to simultaneously work on combinations and missing add-in to 10 at the same time. We have two brand new screeners that feature part-part total cards that were featured last school year. Students will see two 10-frame structures, let's say one 10-frame with six and the other with two. And if we cover the total of eight, we want to see if students can use the 10-frame structure to determine the total instead of just pounding and counting on. We could also cover the 10-frame with six and say, I wish I had eight. The students would only see a 10-frame that has two, and we hope they would really be able to identify those missing add-ins with those combinations. Now remember, these activities in the screeners are not at the number sense level. If I'm asking students to maybe do our two out of three race or DC's number bond race or an actual number bond card, that really focuses on numeracy to see if students can really see the part-part total structure, which now in these structures, I could make it the connection to actual number sense. Conservation to 20. Continuing with our conservation track, we now have a screener that's called Conservation to 20, where students look at quantities on a double 10 frame and a rec and rec structure. A rec and rec has five red beads and five white beads on the top and five red beads and five white beads on the bottom. This is more of a linear look of 10 and 10, which is different than how students might see it in the 10 frame, which is two rows of five twice. Conservation to 20 is a great way to look to see if second graders need help with this. And if they don't, their combinations to 10, we can always go back to first grade to see if they have combinations in missing add-in. Beyond conservation to 20. We don't want to stop at conservation to 20. Conservation to 40 is another brand new screener, screener that we're including in this series. We want to see if students can extend their knowledge of quantity and see, for example, three full 10 frames and six more to instantly say, hey, that's 36. Or do they need to stop and count each dot or even go back to skip counting by tens? This is a precursor to see if first and second graders understand numeracy as they move into place value. Finally, we take conservation to 100 
on an abacus. We typically use an abacus that reverses colors halfway through. The first 50 are red, then white. The second 50 are white, then red. We want kids to see, if they look at the quantity of 73 on the abacus, there'd be seven rows of 10 and three ones to determine the total, or do they have to count? It would be amazing if students could make it to this level by the end of first grade as conservation to 100. This relates so much more to the understanding of place value as they are really adding tens and ones and looking at the hundreds chart in a much more conceptual way. The original CD screener that was leaning down this avenue of research but hadn't quite made it this far, 10 years later, I think it's so good to rethink things and what we're doing in the classroom. Not only with technology, be honest, I mean, who really has a CD player anymore and their computer, but with breaking down this broad concept of numeracy into specific levels and being able to access it more completely. We've got conservation, now what? Once you feel your students have a solid numeracy foundation, there are great activities that can move them forward into number sense. We have so many resources to help you start working with combinations and missing add-in, starting with switching out your number bond cards, or maybe having the two out of three race, or we might want students who can tell if the two parts of the t number through 10 and eventually can go through 20. You could also use DC's number bond race where students will see the total and find the missing part. For example, if we looked at 16, I know there's eight on one spoke, so what would be on the other part? This moves students away from the idea of numeracy, but ultimately towards the goal, which is to develop fluency for combinations and missing add-in to 10 in first grade, and then in second grade to do it up to 20. Unfortunately, that's not what I'm seeing. In a lot of schools, I see there's a lot of work being done in this area. I still see students counting on their fingers, putting the big number in their head, and counting on. If you don't take time to back up and address the numeracy levels behind a student's number sense, we're never going to get to the root of the problem. Hopefully, these screeners will give you the first information that we need, which is finding out the instructional levels of our students and meeting them at their level with resources to build up their numeracy. What are you seeing in your classrooms with combinations and missing add-ins? Do you think that the numeracy levels are solid or need work? Share your observations in the comments. Thank you so much for joining me today for our blog. We've been implementing this screener already with hundreds of students, and it's truly eye-opening to see really how if we peel back the layers to find the instructional math match with students, how we really can intervene with students quickly to help them develop the numeracy necessary for number sense.